0: Hey guys, welcome back to tap that easy podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. In this episode, get to hang out with four of the five owners from desert monks brewery in Gilbert. They're actually going to give away 10 $1 pints as well. So if you go into their tap room, if you're one of the first 10 people to go into the tap room and tell them you heard about them from tap that easy podcast, your first pint is going to be $1. So make sure that you are one of those 10 people and get there as soon as possible we also have a giveaway going on tomorrow that is thursday october 10th 2019 to southwest cider fest so october 19th at cider core mesa they are having the second annual southwest cider fest so there's going to be regional and arizona cider makers they're gonna have food trucks music uh, you got two different options you got vip which includes early entry get there at 3 o'clock instead of 4 o'clock. Um, commemorative t-shirt, glass, and 20 drink tickets. Journal admission gets in at 4 o'clock, and you get a glass and 15 drink tickets. So make sure that you check out tomorrow's post on Facebook and Instagram on October 10th, 2019, just to clarify that date, uh, and you're going to see how two of you are going to win a pair of tickets to this awesome festival. So make sure you turn on notifications on your social media so that you don't miss out on the post when it comes out tomorrow to see how you can win also show notes and on the website for this episode you're going to get a link to the southwest cider fest tickets if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on that so all right let's dig into this conversation for the five owners of desert monks in gilbert town square sat down And just kind of told me their story. And they've got some really unique and really great beers, and they're starting to get much deserved attention from beer drinkers of all types, because they have five different owners, all five owners brew, so they all bring their own creativity and their own ideas to the table. So I present to you
1: Desert Monks Brewing Company. We are, and I had
0: the uh, I had some of your beers at the. um, uh, Why am I not? Jamboree. 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 Yeah, that's right, and it was fantastic, especially. And we'll get into it a little bit, but the Wayobá. Wayabo. Wayabo. Yes, yes,
2: (laughs) which is a pale ale with lots of good stuff in it. Right. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. I can tell you all the details. A bunch of
2: guava in it, uh, pale ale, a little bit of oats and wheat, so it's just to, you know. Give it a little bit of tropical, you know, flavor, a little bit of fruity flavor and some
0: yes. smoothness as well. It's really good. I was I was sending people to your guys' tent the whole time during that festival. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, so before we get started, let, let's let's meet everybody. So do you want to introduce yourself first?
3: Yeah. I'm Summer Decker.
0: And you are one of the five owners, right?
3: Yeah. Five um, owners. Yeah. We have five owners. I'm one of them. Um, all of us brew, so I do a little bit of the brewing. The other guys do most of it, but... Okay. Um, I do a lot of the marketing activities for the brewery. The decor? Um, a lot of the decor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the llamas are definitely my touch.
0: I uh, like the llamas, yes. Yes. Did you hand paint that yourself?
3: I did not. Okay, I added right. the sunrays, but that's all I can be held accountable for. Yeah, that's what I, I was
0: think I like the sun rays. That, was a, that was a nice touch. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and uh, your name, sir?
4: Uh, Daniel Rosales-Jumans. I'm also one of the owners. Uh, I brew. Uh, I've been home brewing for about eight, nine years. Uh, art actually got me into it so uh, so yeah just enjoy homebrewing from there we start talking about uh, opening a place and then met these guys and started talking with them about opening the place and that's what led us to this place
2: nice nice and uh art uh, art bruce i'm also one of the uh, owners and a uh, brewer as well yeah. so yeah like daniel said we uh actually daniel and i are cousins so we we've been like you know, you know, doing stuff together for a long time, fighting, <laughs> fighting each yeah, other for 30 a long years time. or so. Yeah. So we started uh, brewing together, and then now we're like in this together with the rest of the guys. Yeah, yeah very
0: nice, very nice. And this gentleman here,
2: still
0: eating, but um, he is eating <laughs> with, with wonderful pizza. Yeah. Uh,
5: John or Chris or Decker—I go by any of the three names, so you'll see emails or hear any of the three. Um, again, home brewer, owner brewer, uh, started. Not as much experience as these two guys. Uh, started shortly after we came back from Germany. Uh, not a big fan of beer until we went over there and fell in love with uh, German beers and okay. came back and wanted to try and recreate that. So uh, got into home brewing and then we all met up through Intel and kind of were looking at a plan B. So this is plan B. <laughs> plan
0: B. Nice. I like it. Was plan B brewing already taken?
5: Yeah. I, I don't, we think, we, I don't think we yeah. looked at that one.
3: We looked at about three thousand names, but I don't think we looked at yeah. plan B.
0: That is the that is the uh, actually you know what I think there is one is it plan B? There's a place in New York uh, that does like a lot of wild ales and it's plan B, B E E. Okay. I think it, it's something B. I could be completely wrong. Don't fact check me on that. Please. <laughs> uh, so so you guys all met at, at Intel? That's correct. That is that seems to be a common um theme in the arizona brewing world is a lot of it people get into into brewing yeah. what is it about it that draws you away from it and into uh no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs>
4: well lots of drinking you, need you have two or three hours to, okay. yeah. yeah you need a hobby and you need to drink a lot so at some point you say you know it's just cheaper to just do my own beer yeah. <laughs> that's true yes <laughs> The wife gets happy that way yeah. Too. yeah
3: and as the resident non-engineer i think that a lot of the technical aspects of their job play uh, well into the brewing precision.
0: That's a really good point. Yes, because brewing is a, is a precise art, right? Art, right? Art. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you guys have been home brewing. Have you done any professional brewing, um, or was it all home brewing up until you guys opened this place?
1: That's right.
2: We yeah. basically took the leap from home brewing all the way to uh, you know commercial brewing. Yeah. Uh, we pretty much didn't have time to like go get experience, so yeah. we're like, <laughs> okay, okay <laughs> might, might as well do it. Uh, we have maybe some background on uh, scaling things up so sure we'll see if that wor- works right
1: yeah
0: when that you were telling me before Art, that's an, that's been an interesting thing for you guys right is like how do you go from you know a five gallon brew to this giant steel container right, <laughs> right yeah. and some brewers we've talked about we were talking about some brewers are like oh man it's super easy you just multiply and other brewers are like yeah it's not that simple so it's interesting to get those perspectives um so you guys yeah, for us, yeah, for us, it's
2: out. been like some recipes uh, scale pretty well, and so, like some of them were like good from the beginning, and some of them have like we've done several like uh, tweaks Neither and trial and errors, yeah, and, and yeah, trying to learn from our system. We're just, like continually learning from from things, right, and try to uh, change. Uh, we learn from other brewers as well, and we try to apply some of that stuff, uh, some of those uh, methods that they have, and you know, just try to improve it
0: yeah. in general. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, I'm, I'm being reminded right now that we forgot to introduce two people. There's another owner, right? Yes. Yes. He wasn't able to make it. Yeah. So, we're gonna uh, make so unrepresented at uh,
3: right? present is Jose <laughs> Geniosa.
0: Okay.
1: Uh,
3: again, one of, the inner, uh, one of the brewers and um, just working plan A right now. Plan A. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs>
1: gotcha.
0: Are you guys all at plan A now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So this is all just part plan B. Yeah. Okay. Both plans working right now. And then the second person we did not introduce was, you can hear her back there, just loving the (laughs) brewing life. Who who is that over there?
3: Uh, That would be Regan Decker. Um, That's Chris and I's first daughter.
0: Yeah. (laughs) She is super chill. She was uh, at Jamboree. She was just, like, chilling. Did you have her on the, if I remember correctly, you had her on the, what's that, Baby Bjorn type of thing? Yeah. Harness. Yeah. Harness thing? Yeah. And she was just like, this is cool. Like it's yeah. great music, newest great member beer. Of
4: the Desert Monk family. That's her what? <laughs> the newest member of the Desert Monk family. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, So, so let's go back a little bit. So, how did you guys decide? Um, so, you got did you guys all
5: you all met at Intel? Is
0: right. that right?
5: We were all either on the same team or worked in the same module for quite a while. Okay, and then uh, complaining about
4: the same things. <laughs> yeah, so, I
5: think you two had talked about it before because you looked at starting a brewery before you even came to Intel. I think. And That's
2: right. The two of you, or,
0: yeah. So yeah. Uh,
2: I think uh, Daniel and I, like I said, we, we started uh, a while back, and we always wanted to uh, uh, take the leap. But uh, at the time, th- I think at the time you, we weren't even like in different states, yeah. right? He was working in New Mexico. I was working in Tucson. Yeah. So came, we kind we kind of didn't really align uh, until we came all here to Phoenix, and we were working at the same place. We met the, uh, the Deckers. We met Jose, and I guess we
5: started homebrewing a little bit. Uh, yeah. uh, and then like right about weekends. This, the second big layoff yeah. is we were drinking one night and... After? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was Not. a backyard barbecue joke yeah. that
3: just kind of kept going until yeah. we opened this place up. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. What if we did this for a living? Yeah, that would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys decide how long ago... Now you were saying uh, I know you guys have been homebrewing for a long time. You said you didn't even... If you, didn't even really like beer until you went to Germany how long ago was that
5: Uh, after was it right before the first is after the first deployment so it was right about 11 2011 or so
0: okay okay yeah
5: 2011 12
0: gotcha and were you always did you like beer no so neither of you like beer no go to Germany and you're like Let's open a brewery. It's, <laughs> my
3: beer experience prior to Germany had really been the mega lager brands.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um,
3: which is just a different flavor than German style beers, than craft style beers. And then the German beer experience it opened my world. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so you guys, and then you started talking with these
2: guys, and like, eh.
0: And they but they were like we've been waiting for you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I remember. I still like I go back to like the uh, like Sierra Nevada Pale yeah. Ale, right? That was like my first craft beer, so I, yeah. I you know started drinking that, and then I never looked back to like you know the big brands. That um, seems
0: like that's the one. That's yeah. the one that a lot of brewers like. You know, some of my favorite brewers like, at Sierra Nevada. There's like no question. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh well, you know, I like this and I like that. No, in our Sierra Nevada, Sierra Nevada Pale That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, and Daniel and I actually went to uh, Tucson for college. Okay. So uh, we used to like uh, go to Barrio a lot. Uh, used to go uh, Gentle bands Used to like used to be owned by Barrio. So yeah, that's where we kind of like got our discovered the craft. Uh, this, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, discovered like the first breweries <laughs> that we started going to, and uh, you know. Yeah, yeah,
4: back in Mexico, you only had like, you know, Pilsner or Mexican Vienna lager pretty much, right? Gotcha. So that's, I mean, now it's also getting into Mexico and it's booming there. But yeah, when we were there and we started drinking, like, you know, no, you didn't have these options. And yeah. yeah, when he moved to Tucson first and, and I follow after, uh, got introduced into craft beer. And then after that, it was just... No looking Loving, back. Yeah. No yeah. Looking
0: back. <laughs> yeah. So I guess Mexico and Ohio were similar in the same sense of there wasn't many much variety in beer. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was my whole thing. So growing up in Ohio, we were right on the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. And um, oh, hold on a second. Will you move that? Yeah, it, sure. It'll uh, it, it kind of get some interference there. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so in, in Ohio, there wasn't much craft beer. We had, like, Great Lakes Brewing, right? Uh, but that was about it. I mean, you had Yingling right across the border, which, like, we were literally from here to that building away from Pennsylvania, but we had to go over there to get Yingling. They didn't have it in Ohio. So that, they do now, but uh, that's my <laughs> little rant on beer, yeah. <laughs> so all my friends drank, like, Bush Light, and, you know, if you wanted to get crazy, you drank, um, what was it, Killian's. Or Amberbach, yeah. and that was just made by the big guys anyways. It was better than... Yeah, I, don't, I, yeah. I could go for days on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so when you guys decided to open this place, did you guys know you were going to open here in Gilbert?
2: Or- um, no, we actually started looking... Uh, we were all actually fans of the... of the. Some of other states have this model where you, the brewery is going to like industrial or semi-industrial sure. settings. Yep. Um, and so that's what we sort of like wanted to, to do... But we uh, we got a little bit of pushback from cities. Uh, so the first two or three places that we kind of like uh, pitched to the cities, they said, we don't like it. Right. We don't like it for a brewery. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a lot of parking. You're going to have a lot of hours, things. A lot and, of people so having like, no, no. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Yeah, we were originally um, kind of aiming more for like South Tempe Chandler okay. um, with that Intel connection, like trying to stay kind of near the Intel campuses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just weren't getting anywhere. That's every place that we presented
2: so yeah. um, so that yeah so then we branched out to like Gilbert and uh, a little bit of the East Valley and uh, we started looking around here uh, some of the people at the city of Gilbert were really helpful in like you know helping us find uh, helping us look for for stuff that was open and uh, then you know we saw this area this this plaza and, and we liked it yeah uh, so we we actually you know went for it
1: yeah,
0: I, I like this place a lot because it, you're right on. Like, I can picture this place when it when the temperature goes down. A lot of traffic coming through here, right? Because there's what what all is down in this area. It looks like there's some retail, there's some restaurants, there's
2: some retail, there's some restaurant. That's a very pretty good South pizzas down the block. is pretty good. Yeah. We have like a, not your typical deli here as well. It's pretty good as well. And then we have two major apartment complexes that are part of the plaza nice. in China. Okay, so they're all that you know, traffic uh, people, uh, you know, it's walking distance for them. So it's
4: yeah. the bowling alley and the movie theater as well. Right. So mm-hmm. that helps bring people in.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Have a few beers before the movie, watch a movie, <laughs> come after. back for a few more. <laughs> I would say before and after, <laughs> yeah. you know, book, bookending it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's interesting that, um, that even, cause you guys just opened your doors in December, right? Correct. Yeah. So you guys been open for, I can't do the nine, math, but nine, nine months, months. <laughs> under nine months right now. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would think that the mentality of of what a brewery is, cities would understand by now that like it brings a great clientele, it's good business, you know. But I guess some cities aren't as into it. But uh, I know Gilbert is, and I, <laughs> Queen Creek even. Like uh, I don't know if you know the guys down at Old Ellsworth, but they're like yeah. they they basically put an ad in the newspaper saying we want a brewery to come here. <laughs> like that is like that's the ultimate, you know, inviting you in. Yeah. So. Uh, so the city of Gilbert's been pretty good about you helping you guys kind of yeah, really get this good. all done. Yeah. yeah,
5: I think you kind of see that, too. I mean, in the last 12 months, you've had four breweries open. You've That's had Flying Bass Ourselves, uh, Four Silos. Twelve West. 12, well, Twelve West has been here, but in the last 12 months. Oh, okay, okay, And on. then Oso yeah. moving in downtown. That's true. So I think they've, they've yeah. kind of facilitated bringing in quite a few breweries into the, the city in the last year.
0: Yeah, well, breweries bring a lot of good things I mean it's it's a it's a great product that brings in a really good clientele uh, but there's all uh, uh, breweries are always given back too you know there's always some sort of um, you know charity event or you know
2: like like the beer I'm drinking right now this is uh, what is this again art uh, that's the uh, the hotline prevention awareness prevention beer yeah. so John Lane from Mozo uh, reached out to uh, a lot of breweries and said hey uh, this is one of uh, my you know uh, pet causes, uh, anybody wants to uh, pitch in, and so we made that beer for that, so basically, name the beer, you know, the hotline number, right? Yeah. For, for, for a day, or for a week, so. To bring awareness uh, to that. To bring awareness for that. Yeah. So that's kind of like the, the beer that we chose for that. It's kind of like an IPA uh, you know it's, it's an IPA with the uh, Amarillo hops and and uh, we we fermented it with a uh, with an Norwegian yeast that's the first time for us trying that so nice. we were a pretty experimentation. Yeah, and, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and
5: using some uh, local fermentable so we use uh, some snow and malt grains nice. so yeah. it's kind of a pilot for another beer that we're gonna be doing a little bit further down the road
1: yeah
0: that's but, really cool it's it's a great beer and I, and I would I mean, as you can tell, I just drank all of it, so <laughs> uh, but that's that's really cool, so you uh, you guys found this this neighborhood or this particular like unit?
3: The town of Gilbert really brought us to this building. Okay. We were originally looking at kind of the same space on the opposite end of the complex. okay, um, but that space didn't end up working out for us and our needs, so we ended up in this space. Um, needing kind of the two suites to make the brewery and tap room both happen.
0: Yeah. I I like this, and I I don't know what that place was like down there, but you guys got a lot of light coming in, which I guess can be good or bad, right, when it's 170. Not as good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think that the the only advantage of that other uh, uh, space, it's kind of like the mirror image, right? But uh, that one gets the shade in the afternoon. Oh, gotcha. So it
0: was an end, an end. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Well, I like this unit here. Yeah. This is this feels like, like home for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you decide. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna open up a brewery. The name, like, so I, I know you went through lots of names. Uh, what, especially with five owners, like I can I couldn't even decide on my own. Like I, he goes, Nah, I like this one better. But we got five people. What the hell happened there?
3: <laughs> it was a process, for sure. Yeah. Um, we all thought we were geniuses coming up with super unique names that yeah. no one else in the country would possibly have. and We'd throw it out there, and a quick Google search would quickly prove that we were wrong. Mm-hmm. And that someone else was already as smart as us, as yeah. us and had already claimed that name. Yeah. Um, so I think we went through probably Close to three thousand names. Well, we should, we should uh, probably ask
5: Daniel because he was in Mexico when we first started the, oh, string, you know, like the text message string, and uh, yeah. he didn't have service. And came back. How <laughs> how long did yeah, it take? So I
4: was coming back from a vacation weekend in Mexico, and uh, as soon as I get, I, I lose text service when I crossed into Nogales, right? Like after like probably like two three miles yeah. into Mexico, <laughs> and then coming back, as soon as I approached the border. I started hearing, like, the brr, brr, brr. It was about 300-and-something messages, like, of all names, 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 names. And I'm like, okay, guys, come on, give yeah. me a break. <laughs> so, yeah, it took me thought, a couple of hours to catch up. And uh, <laughs> So you had to read them
0: all. You guys couldn't have given them the highlights. I,
4: I, to, yeah. like, I was thinking about names, too, right? But yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, no, this one, no. Okay, this one, no. They're like, yeah. But we all... went through a voting process, right? Like, yeah. several rounds. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So that was 3,000? Approximately. No.
4: Pro- I don't know. It was a it lot like of names. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> a
0: lot. Yeah, that is. But that, that would be the way that, you know, because you think, all right, yeah, that's it. Let's do it. And then Google.
4: Oh, yeah, it, it was either taken by a brewery or taken by a, like another beer name. Yeah. We just wanted to not do and that's, that,
0: so. that's a weird thing to me, too, is like, OK, I can see the brewery name. But like I've heard like even Richter over and, you know, they were like, no, man, we got basically cease and desist because. Of a beer name. Like, beer name come on, yeah. like that's that's a little ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I don't think that Richter is going to be encroaching upon the what was it like a New York brewery or something or, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Once again, a rant I could go on forever. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> so you guys landed on Desert Monks. Do you guys know whose idea it
2: was? I think
4: it was you. I, Did I, you I
2: think I went through. So I. I had no idea what else to submit for the voting. Yeah, (laughs) but each of us has to had to come up with three names, and we would all vote on it. So I just went back through like all messages, and then I found three that I liked. And I think Desert Monks was uh, submitted by uh, Summer. Okay. So yeah. I kind of like stole her idea and submitted as my own. Well,
0: well it, with there if there's that many, there's no way somebody can get track or yeah, who you know, yeah. was who's who's. Okay, before we vote, everybody delete your mesh, your message yeah. history. <laughs> um, so why desert monks? Like, why? What was the, like the? What's the idea behind that? I think it's
5: different for every person. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, for me, the monks kind of heralds back to actual brewing and. I mean, adding hops and making modern beer was led by the monks in Europe and also just fall in love with beer in Germany. So uh, yeah. that and also the charitable aspect. Yeah. So we do like a 10% Sundays. We do a tithing, so that all goes to charity. So for me, that's where, like, the name stuck with me and I voted for it. So. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And I like it. Too. I like
0: the logo, too, uh, because like well, you said, the interior of this place, you want it to be churchish. Is that the word? Right? Is that a sure. word? Is that a word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, uh, but very, very like you said, the basement of a church, right? Where where we all used to go drink beer. Like I, I mean, well, actually, the basement of our church was uh, was like a hall. Like it was called Hyde Hall. So everybody would have their wedding receptions there. Yeah. So I've never seen people as drunk as I have in the, the, the <laughs> basement of the church. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. yeah. Uh, but um, so you land on Desert Monks. You guys decide to open. How was it? Uh, opening this place? I mean, did you guys, I mean, you got five people involved.
3: We've all gotten along really well through yeah. the process of opening up. Um, we definitely hit some unexpected road bumps, blockades, uh, things, walls, walls yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. I'll point to a wall that we didn't plan on putting into the brewery, but literally wall then. Yeah. yeah um, halfway through our build out process, we're told that we couldn't move forward unless we did something different. And the wall was the answer um interesting
0: that wall right there yes so what was the what was the
3: it was interest? a differing of opinion as to whether having a restroom set up met code or not
0: meaning from between you and the the inspector or yes something? yeah that's always that's something i've heard a lot too it's like a lot of the stuff is interpretation right depending on who you get he interprets it this way or is, yeah. yeah
3: so in the end um the wall actually works out really well for us yeah. um we've made it a nice piece to the space, I think. Yep. Um, it gave us a nice piece place to put our stained glass window in. Um, I like
0: that stained glass window. Yeah, that yeah. actually
3: came out of a church um, outside of Yuma okay. um, that had been around since the 1800s, I think. Yeah, um, nice. But it was broken, so they were getting rid of it, and we kept the broken glass and went with it. But um, So the, at any rate, the process of getting to this space, we were all, I think, mostly on the same page through everything, but the road bumps from outside sources that we didn't expect were a learning experience. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah that <laughs> is. Well, when you leave things to interpretation, right? That things should be like just defined. Right? Here's the policy. It's like, "All right, here's a vague group of words. What does this mean? I don't know. Figure it out." And then you figure it out and they're like, "Well, that's not what <laughs> it
1: meant." <laughs> when did you tell me that? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um, so so you build the place and I uh, open up in December and the interesting thing is you guys all five of you guys brew right mm-hmm. so you guys all have your own beers your own styles and that's very interesting yeah because that we were talking at Jamboree was a lot of times people open up a brewery and eventually if they're successful the thing that they don't get to do is the thing that they love to do yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah. so now you guys are, are all brewing so does each person have their own style that they kind of go towards so yeah
5: well Distinctly, there's a few people that do IPAs and a few people that don't do IPAs. Is the biggest uh, (laughs) biggest divide, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, like, Art's starting to specialize in a couple sours he's done now that have turned out really amazing. So I think we're all kind of focusing on like things we want to do. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Essentially, uh, uh,
2: I've always liked uh, IPAs, Belgians, and uh, you know, uh, those are like some of my my you know. The beers that I go to, like you know, the, the say songs and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, I think the rest of them, the, the the rest of the of the owners, they they each have their their own like uh, favorite beers that they like to, um, you know, bring forth. Yeah,
3: that was kind of one of the driving ideas for us opening this place. Is we all had different preferences for beer, and we weren't really finding a place in the valley that we could go and all of us find something that we enjoyed. Oh, interesting. So yeah. we really wanted to have a really diverse. Group of beers on tap,
0: and I would say diverse is a great word. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you have everything from a t- uh, from a saison to a triple to the fruit beer. Is that is that a sour? The Yard Day Relief.
1: Yard Day
2: relief. It's kind of like a, a, a tart uh, okay. colch. Yeah, uh, we put just put a lot of tangerine in uh, in it, so it basically. It came out a little tart, yeah. I <laughs>
4: gotcha. And also, that's why we, it took a little bit longer for us to open because we want to open with five beers, okay. one per owner, yeah, one recipe from each owner. So nice. until we brew the five, we decided, okay, let's open. Yeah. And we're trying to do something special like that for our one-year anniversary coming up in December. We'll do special releases through that week, and we'll do five releases, one per owner. Yeah, nice,
0: nice. So, so Daniel, what is your what is your
4: specialty? Uh, I really like IPAs.
0: Okay. The right.
4: <laughs> Coyota is my recipe, and uh, nice. the I, we have a version with chiles uh, of the IPA. Right now, it's about to get uh, finished. We're like we run out of it, but we're making more. So, yeah, we add like uh, jalapeno and ancho chiles to the uh, double IPA to make it not spicy, but to get the chili flavor on it. So,
0: that's a really good beer, man. That's that's what I'm I'm sipping on Thanks. right now. This and so this is kind of a mainstay for you guys, right? It's uh it's a double IPA. Double IPA, yes. Yeah, you guys had this at Jambiri, I think. Yep, right? we did. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I've been working on like seven years, eight years on that brand, of beer. So yeah. <laughs> tweaking here, tweaking there. Yeah. And, and then getting people from everybody and like keep tweaking, right? So it's well, part and, of the game,
0: part of the fun. Well, and you had to scale up, right? You had to yeah, scale up from that totally small yes. system to the to this. Um, yeah, hops
4: don't scale up linearly. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's the big learning there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just did an episode with the new brewery, uh, Front Porch, up in on Happy Valley Road. Um, and they have a, uh, called the Toasty Blonde. So it's supposed to be a blonde out, like four and a half, five 5%. But it was 7% because they didn't realize how efficient they're their uh, equipment was. So it came out. They're like, All right, it's not just the, the blonde, it's the toasty blonde. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. But that, those are yeah. happy mistakes, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh,
3: Daniel also makes a really fantastic chocolate porter, which is about to come back on tap. Oh. Um, it'll be one of our coming up brews. Um, but that one, we learned a lot about scaling 'Cause there's a lot of chocolate that yes. goes into that beer. Okay. And a lot of chocolate came back out through the process. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
5: So a good learning process on how to clean our how equipment. To clean it. Yeah. Ah. yeah. It was like a second beer that we brewed. Yeah. So thankfully I was
4: out that weekend. <laughs> yeah. ah, so they were making your beer and <laughs> they were cleaning cleaning up after yeah. cleaning up. So yeah, okay. moving from the fermenter to the carving tank ah. and yeah, the, everything in the fermenter, yeah, it was a lot in the fermenter <laughs> to clean after after the,
0: the You sent them a text. Sorry yeah, about sorry that, Sorry guys. guys. <laughs> yeah. I'll, get the, I'll get the next one. But now you know. Now yeah, you know. now I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, in Summer, what, what, are your, what are your specialties?
3: Um, I really like Belgians and German-style yeah. beers. The Trapel is mine, the Sweet Temptress. Nice. Uh, that's the only one I have on right now. Um, Regan is just about four months old and... Brewing beer while pregnant is kind of difficult. So. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dangerous so job a little, too. Yeah.
3: So yeah. I'm a little low on the um, beers right now. But. <laughs> okay. All right. Gotcha. Well,
0: I can't wait. I haven't tried the sweet tempestress yet. So um, that's going to be next after after these ones. Uh, and what about you, Chris?
5: Uh, probably the Experimentals.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> on I, purpose? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> a
5: couple of clunky ones that uh, we've done, like uh, the Space Coyote with uh, Ghost Peppers. So kind of a... Mm. a Chili one, but it's uh, definitely on the uh, the hotter side, closer to the mild side. Yeah, intense. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, the Dario, which is the uh, imperial with uh, Oreo in it. Oh, so nice. So just kind of. Throwing spade against the wall and seeing what sticks is, uh, I guess, my forte. <laughs>
0: Imperial what? Imperial with, stout. Okay, I was thinking like yeah. an Imperial IPA with, no, no. with uh,
5: Imperial Oreos? No, Imperial stout. So <laughs> we uh, we <laughs> think outside the box, man. <laughs> <laughs> we we dry hopped it with the Oreos. <laughs> okay, I
0: right, gotcha. I'd try it. Like I I would definitely. Very good try. stout. Very good stout. So, um, not playing any favorites here, but I, I just happened to fall upon a few and the one, as I was pointing them out, you're like, those are art beers, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so smoked Heffenweisen? What? That's actually, uh, oh, that.
2: That's actually uh, uh, Chris's uh, oh,
5: recipe. A, well,
2: a
1: any, nice, any, beer, nice. any beer that we have
5: has <laughs> yeah. actually been QC'd by Art as okay, the most senior okay. guy. So <laughs> everything is technically a collaboration. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Also, like I said, fell in love with beers in Germany. So the Heffenweizen... Mine as well too, falling in love with the uh, like the Bomberg smoke beers that they have. Yeah. so kind of a riff on that.
0: Nice, I can't wait to try that one as well. I got a whole list after these ones that I'm trying, <laughs> right? <laughs> the Wayalbo, that that's
2: yeah that yours. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. so yeah, that actually came out because uh, there's this uh, uh, just this like appetizer that me and my wife uh, like a lot. It's basically a, a you know cheese with a, with the a, a guava cake, right? Uh-huh. And so I was trying to like find ways of how can i get this into like a beer form right yeah. so that's basically you know it's a kind of like a bready you know smooth uh you know pale ale with uh, lots of guava in it uh, a little bit of lactose uh, a little bit of oats just to like round it up
0: that's an interesting combo for for a pale ale right like a, because yeah. normally someone would put that into like a double ipa or an ipa right. but but the drinkability of a pale ale combined with those things man that works that's that's a very good beer yeah thanks yeah um, and we were talking about his QA role, right? Like, where you guys all come to the table with, like, I got an idea. Or art's like, great idea, but um, why don't we just change this? Just-
5: <laughs> no, most of it's just uh, you might want to fill out to a certain amount, but there's yeah. no significant changes. Just- yeah.
0: Got it. But well, that's good to have a guy like that, yeah. though, right? Yeah. That's, you know, um, you get... Kickback back at all sometimes or like no yeah,
2: sometimes yeah. sometimes like no no i like i like this and Like, okay let's go with
0: that Le- Less hops. that works Less hops, Less hops is the
4: yeah.
0: Is he that receptive of it as well like is he
1: yeah he's,
4: yeah. Yeah, yeah he's pretty yeah he's pretty receptive too and uh we usually try to when we have an idea like we text out hey what about this what do you guys think and then people start like the conversation at that point right like oh uh, maybe we can do it this way or that way use yeah. these hops use these, these grains and Kind of build up the recipe that way. Yeah. Do a Red Zero and then build up from there.
0: Yeah. I like it, man. Very they, Intel-like.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that makes sense, though, because when you have that many, you know, literally that many, you know, cooks in the kitchen, that can be hard where, where if you guys just play well off of each other, that's... I mean, because you guys are making fantastic beers. Um, I mean, I'm just ripping through these things, too. Uh, the Red Ale, like the Sedona... I like the name, too, Sedona Hills. Um, so an american amber like you know not, i don't think enough people make ambers in arizona i think amber is a great style but who's a, who's uh yeah
1: Daniel? that's my nice. recipe nice. It's
4: actually based on the epicenter from santan because i'm big fan of them Their um, amber um i wanted to get a beer that is uh, like balanced not on the sweet side not on the hoppy side like you know not on the malt side not on the hoppy side like right on the middle yeah so yeah I came up with that one um really good and, yeah
0: came yeah. out pretty good and then what's this last so these are these all that we've been kind of talking about are, are kind of your mainstays right yeah yep uh, the quid your
4: whining is the uh, cherry colch that's from okay. Jose I was going
0: to see if you guys cool style. just looking at it <laughs> yeah Cool style the one, yeah. right yeah <laughs> Cool yeah. style <laughs> yeah. that's true
4: <laughs> and actually he came out with that one because uh, his wife that didn't like beer at the beginning uh, now she liked it uh, and he wanted to make something that she can drink because she drinks wine yeah and uh, he was like brewing some cold style beers, uh, and uh, yeah, he added cherries to it and came up with that recipe. They came yeah. in pretty good.
0: And how has it gone when people come in with like their significant other and like I don't really drink
2: beer? Try that. They kind of got like that one. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: that's really good. It's these are all fantastic beers. I'm I'm really impressed with you guys. You guys got a great place, great people, great beers. Um, I might have to see how much flights are from my house to <laughs> down here. I'm way north, man. I'm way north. Got to uh, wait for the light rail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to see, see me picketing on the streets. LinkedIn, the light rail. Uh, so, and what else? So, I know you, you said you guys do 10% um,
5: on Sundays. Um, in 10% on Sundays, go to charity. Also, uh, we collect food year-round, uh, you okay. get a discount on a beer. I think we've dropped off a few hundred pounds so far to nice. uh, the food bank that we work, Matthew's Crossing, across the way. And then uh, a couple of beers have been charity work, right uh, for Ed, that uh, Art and Daniel worked on. Okay. A uh, percent of that's going back to Gilbert Schools and school supplies. And then, uh, like, the suicide uh, awareness for yesterday's... Uh, international suicide day. So that'll be yeah. going back to causes for that too. So
0: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really great. And, and it's cool to see you guys give them back. Um, because brews are just such a good part of the community and it's, you know, it's yeah. Um, anything else do you guys do like, uh, like trivia nights or any events, music, anything like that?
3: So we actually just had our first trivia night last night.
0: Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So, uh,
3: that'll be on Tuesday nights, um, for the foreseeable future. Okay. So we have that going on. Um, we're, Working on building in more events and activities on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, mostly we've been doing activities through the Guild. We have Oktoberfest okay. coming up with the Town of Gilbert, um, October 5th. Um,
5: and that's the more traditional like Oktoberfest, where like, uh, uh, the traditional one is all the brewers that are in Munich come together for that so we'll have all the brewers here in gilbert come together for that event as well too
0: oh wow like making beers yep so everyone will
5: have their own beers there from all six or seven breweries i don't know if az wilderness is going to be there or not so gotcha
0: oh yeah i was talking to um to the gentleman at um uh flying bassett yeah um and he was saying that telling us about that so yeah that's that's really cool um trivia how was trivia was it specific to a like was it the office trivia or no
5: it- no
2: so so we actually uh, Chris one of our uh, a bartenders he said he offered to like lead it yeah so he came up with a whole bunch of questions he had questions on science and history and yeah, yeah they yeah. all worked pretty good nice so, uh, he's a music buff so he had lots of music sure. questions yeah and <laughs> things like that but uh, yeah he will be throwing in some like you know office uh, friends type you know trivia nights as well
0: yeah and that's cool you guys can if if you guys can operate that yourselves because I've heard those trivia companies can be pretty expensive like they're like this like really expensive to ask questions that you can Google. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean no offense if you're a trivia professional but uh, you know.
3: Yeah I mean we, we may reach outside if our trivia night really explodes and we need the um, like personnel bandwidth. Sure. Um, but uh, for right now we wanted to give it a feel see how people responded to it. Yeah. Um, we had a really good turnout last night so looking to forward looking forward to expanding that. Um, and just in, like Chris came up with that himself to bring that in. Um, and then all of our servers have been really active and engaged in helping us grow and create a place here. Uh, Monday night, uh, Alex is helping us um, try to build a Monday night football following.
1: Nice. Um, he's okay. a big
3: football fan, so he's trying to build some following that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it Just they've all kind of jumped in and said like, hey, can I do this? And they, uh, really taken some ownership of the nights that they own.
2: Yeah, one of our other uh, servers, Jordan, he's a, a home kombucha maker for many years, so he's going to start our kombucha program here as well. Nice. Yeah, so we've, we're going to be uh, getting out a few pilot batches and then in the near future. Well,
0: uh, and you guys already make your own soda, right? Yeah. we can, It's Jose, right? Jose, Jose yeah. 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 He's, he can't a, be he's here. a soda so, master. Yeah. So we're going to just make up the entire story behind the sodas, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but that's uh, really cool. You guys do it. A, there's a root beer, a limeade, right?
2: Lime it, root beer, and uh, uh, vanilla cream soda. Wow. That's fantastic. And
0: hopefully soon, kombu- kombucha. Um,
3: and the kombucha, uh, we have a non-alcoholic kombucha on now that's from a maker up in Flagstaff oh, gotcha. called Rockstacker. Okay. But Jordan's kombucha is a hard kombucha. Oh, So interesting. it'll be a gluten-free Alcohol option within the brewery that we otherwise can't offer wine or ciders based on our liquor license. Okay, Um, but we'll have a gluten free option going forward with our hard kombucha.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, (laughs) that's really cool because it's good for your gut health too, right? Yes, you're getting healthy. Well, (laughs) beer's fermented too, so that's healthy as (laughs) well, right? Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, very healthy.
1: (laughs) Yes.
0: What about food? You guys? So I know you guys don't serve food here. Um, There's some places around here that that serve food, though, right?
5: Yeah, we uh, we try to get food trucks in. Daniel's running that program for us.
4: Yeah, we, uh, we've been collaborating with different food trucks since we started. Uh, usually have food trucks here Friday, Saturday, Sundays. We kind of rotate around. And then uh, we have been working with uh, mass tacos uh, on Tuesdays. Okay. To nice. have tacos on Tuesday because we cannot use the other word anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, no, but they've been great, too. They've been coming also on the weekends, and people have uh, really liked them. They do very good tacos, uh, carne asada and pastor tacos.
0: Nice.
4: Uh, But yeah, and we reach out to either new coming food trucks. uh, They're usually pretty open to come in. And then uh, some others are more difficult to get because they're very popular. (laughs) But they all all have been very good. And yeah, yeah, we try to just have a rotation and and see what what people like. And then try to bring them over again and then promote or have a special pairing for the type of food that they do.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah, so I mean, it's just like the beer, right? Like you're trying to, you kind of just experiment. See what works, see what doesn't work, see who's good to work with. And yeah, yeah. Any plans to ever make your own food?
3: Uh, Possibly. Um, Potentially more like a food truck. We might look at a small um, coffee shop style kitchen in here. We don't have a ton of space for a kitchen. And we'd like to keep the seating space open. Um, so we might go down that road. But a food truck. Um, Jose makes some killer amazing. smoked barbecue. barbecue. Really? Yeah. So that, yeah. um, that is probably where we ex- would expand first. Sure. Is into that. Yeah.
0: I'm in. Let me yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> Just from your guys' reaction. Like, I have no idea what he makes. But from your reaction, yeah, no, it's, the brisket is it's legit. amazing. Oh, man. What does he do? Like, legit? Like, smoking? Like, yes. thro- stoking the fire? And, yeah.
4: yeah. Like, his smoker is like the size of this. Huge table. Yeah,
0: table. that's the good stuff. <laughs> yeah.
4: I was a vegetarian for seven
3: years. And I'm not no longer to... a vegetarian.
0: <laughs> was it from the smell? You smelled it. Like,
1: yeah.
0: I have to eat it. All right. Yeah. I'm Done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and what are, do you guys have a um, a vision as to like in the next year, the next five years of, of what you guys want this to be? Or uh, everybody pointed at Chris. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you, you, you're the one with the whole. Trending and everything, so where are we going? Uh,
0: so
5: again,
0: they've been
4: wanting to ask this question for months, yeah.
5: We, we've, we've talked about maybe getting another tap room open, uh, okay. maybe in a slightly different location, um, just to give us a little bit larger market. Sure. Um, North Phoenix? Yeah. yeah. We'll right. see. Right. Uh, first, we have to uh, become profitable in the first location yeah. first. So. That's true, that's true. All we right. find the right yeah. place for yeah. the right price. Yeah, yeah. But I think we've kind of kicked around the idea of, like, the final idea is, yeah. like, a at least kind of like, you know, you've been to Stone Brewery and over Escondido. I never know. The grounds there are amazing. Like world-class food, world-class beer. They have like a garden outside. It's just somewhere you want to go and spend an entire day. Just Just live there. Yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So
5: I I think that's kind of what we've talked about before is that's like the final destination. It's not Budweiser. We don't want to become a mega corporation, but to have just the ideal location with some great beer that you can just, Go enjoy yourself. Yeah. Have a good time with your family and friends. Experience.
0: Right. It's that experience aspect of it. Yep. Excellent. Well, I'm in, man. I'm in. I'm in. So, yeah. You guys keep doing good work here. I really love the beers. Um, Yeah. Anything else? Anything else you guys want to add? Anything else I missed?
3: I think we covered a lot of good stuff, so I think we might be there.
0: Hours. What are you guys' hours?
3: So, we're open seven days a week. Um, Monday through Friday, we open at four. Okay. Monday through Thursday, we close at nine. Friday nights we stay open till eleven. Okay. Saturdays eleven to eleven. Sundays twelve to eight.
0: How do you remember all that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I get asked a
3: lot, so uh, the hours are a little bit crazy. Um, given that this is a second venture for all of us, sure, we need sure. to go to sleep. Yeah. At a reasonable hour.
0: Well, and you have some. You have a little one that wakes you up every yes. two hours. So yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, and really, uh, we wanted a space that wasn't a place to. Not remember tomorrow from your adventure. Sure, we wanted a place to come um, responsibly enjoy some really delicious beer, and you probably aren't doing that till three in the morning.
0: That's very true.
3: So that's not really what we were going for here.
0: That's a good. That's a good way to look at. My wife has all says every year though. I think it goes down a year, but she's like nothing good happens after midnight. Then it was like nothing good happens after ten o'clock. <laughs> and I was just like nothing good happens after dark. I'm like all right, where are we? Like, we're, now we're at seven o'clock. Kind of, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But she's so right, though. Right. So. Um, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, I, mean, I think and pl- we
3: all have had some good times well after our closing hours, but that's just not the vibe we were going for within our own yeah. space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: and also too, I was going to touch on this. Um, you were talking about getting the Monday Night Football thing going. Um, I think that's a great idea because, um, and and I understand each person's view, um, I guess approach is is different, but you know a lot of breweries are like, you know, we want we don't want TVs, we want people talking, which is which is a great thing, but don't ignore. Draw of something awesome like people can still talk and watch Monday Night Football, yep. you know. Um, I know I would much rather come here and watch Monday Night Football than go to Buffalo Wild Wings and you know, just that <laughs> only eat Jose's brisket and have a beer here and watch Monday Night Football. So,
1: yep. it's shortly
3: uh, after opening last year when the finals. Um, of the football season, we did actually have several people going over to Buffalo Wild Wings to get their delicious wings and bringing that supply back here to watch the game.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah.
3: Being that we don't have a kitchen, we're very flexible that way. So if you have a favorite eat, but you want a better experience in your environment, we can totally accommodate that.
0: I like that. I like that. And if you want the best Italian sandwich that I've ever had, Go over to what is it? Not, not your a, typical. Not your daily.
4: typical daily? Yeah! Wow. Yeah.
0: That place is like, cause I'm real picky about like the Italian like I don't know if you call it a grinder or the Italian hoagie, whatever it is, salami, pepperoni, pepperonis, and I had that one and I was. I was blown away. So um, <laughs> not to promote them on your guys'
2: podcast, oh, but, no, uh, are... but I understand is here. We were actually, that was our our, our regular uh, fair when we were building out oh, we, yeah. okay,
5: lunch break. Yeah. Yes. Let's go over so there. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, one more bite over there. The baker that was in there with them. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Like I'm a sweet tooth. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, in case you guys didn't know this, I'm going to go over there when we're done. So I'm going <laughs> to grab a sandwich. I'm, I'm not even hungry because you guys brought pizza. Thank you for that. Uh, but I'm getting an Italian sandwich as well. So
3: Absolutely. Sure. Um,
0: and you guys are on social media, I take it, website? Um, yeah,
3: Instagram, Facebook, uh, just Desert Monks Brewing Co. You can find us that, real easy. Excellent. Um, we do have a newsletter as well that you can sign up for from our website, um, you can find us at desertmonksbrewing.com okay. or D-M-B-A-Z, com.
5: DMAZ. You can't forget our website, Dumas. Dumas. It's
0: like that commercial. Yeah. It's Dumas.
5: Yeah, okay. All right, gotcha.
0: Well, guys, thank you so much. Thanks for having me in. Thanks for having some Could, beers uh, with me. For coming. Could
5: I throw in yeah. one yeah. more thing? Yeah, absolutely. We need cover is our experimental beer. So, since oh, yeah. we're all engineers, yeah. typically what we'll do is uh, for every large batch that we do, we'll also usually do about a two experimental beers off of that so pretty much every single week on Fridays or Saturday we usually release an experimental beer. It's only about 5 gallons so it goes in about 24 hours, 48 hours Yeah. and also uh, Daniel's been working on a a fricking program (laughs) You gotta talk about that Yeah, Yeah, so we uh, (laughs) once a month
4: we uh, we do a a cast conditioning beer Uh, we've been doing I think we have done two and uh, we have someone actually tapping the the fricking here uh, we do a little show with the monk yeah uh, nice. i get dressed as a monk oh you do yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> i got another costume so somebody else will be dressed as yeah. a monk with me and that won't yeah. be the only one anymore uh,
1: i but yeah. i've seen pictures i think i really have seen pictures we of do that. a whole yeah. procession and everything it's yeah. pretty
4: fun yeah i, I love doing it um, yeah. and uh yeah but then we got one of our customers that uh, get to actually tap the firkin and then we start selling that beer so yeah we do nice. that about once a month we just start like Two months
0: ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great, though. That's yeah. Those are good things for people to come and experience these. You know, you said X beer, X beer, experimental, experimental. (laughs) Like you have to see the wording (laughs) X dash B E E R. Yeah. No, that's great because the one um, I really want to try when we're done here is there's a chamoy IPA. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. So so every every week you guys are trying some. Yeah, we try to release uh,
4: experimental every week.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Anything else? Anything else you want to add? No, no, no thanks you. for coming.
2: Thanks for coming. Thanks. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Oh, r- real quick. Um, Art, you you said you're a listener
2: of the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've been probably like... Eighty percent of your podcasts, I already like. Yeah, I'm, a, uh, I'm gonna quiz to. you. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. quiz yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have your guy. What was the
0: guy's name? Your your uh, bartender guy. That we're gonna Chris, do a yeah. We're yeah, gonna do a trivia. Not the AZ uh, trivia, right? the yeah. AZ, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. Thanks for thanks for listening. We talked about a couple of the episodes before we started recording, and um, he's you're a huge fan of that intro music by Fayuka.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's La Negra yeah. Tomasa. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a song we like grew up listening uh, uh, to, but yeah. played by uh, but other groups, but. But now Fayuca, that's a really great rendition of it, so yeah. I really enjoy it.
0: They're a really good band live too. if you guys ever see them, yeah. Have you seen them?
2: I've, uh, I've uh, seen the videos of them okay. but they, they're pretty good.
0: Yeah, they're really good. The way I found them is went to this music festival in downtown Phoenix, and they were on a side stage. So it was in between like the main acts, um, and you could hear like this music sound like a Latin sublime. People like people in hordes are going over to the stage, and then next thing you know, the crowd there was as big as the main crowd, and they mm-hmm. just they killed, killed it. it. So, yeah. cool uh, but that was just when they were a three-piece band. But now they have like um, two percussionists, they have like a horn player, and yeah, they're really good. So, shout out to you guys for you. Yeah, in case you guys yeah. didn't know, I love you guys Great very job. much.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thank, you. Yeah. thank you.
0: Hey guys, thanks for listening. Be sure to vote for us on the best podcast by AZ Foothills. It's the best of the valley. Voting is going on now. It's going to be the top of our Facebook page, our Instagram bio, podcast show notes, and the episode page at tapthataz.com. So, so many options, so many ways for you to vote. You can vote once a day all the way through November 30th. So, huge win for arizona beer if we can claim that top spot and be named best podcast in the valley by az foothills so go vote tap that az also is part of the hopped up network hopped up network is a network of independent craft beer podcasts across the country it's around 30 so go check them out hoppedupnetwork.com and find some new awesome beer podcasts and don't forget to always stay
1: awesome. <laughs>